Welcome to A Year with Matthew 25, a podcast from the Office of Theology and Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA. This podcast connects readings from the Gospel of Matthew with the Church's Matthew 25 vision of building congregational vitality, dismantling structural racism, and eradicating systemic poverty. Into eternal life. These are the final words of Matthew 25, concluding the fifth book of Matthew's Gospel, patterned after the five books of Moses. Just as Deuteronomy ends with Moses' benediction to the people of Israel, the story of Jesus' life and ministry ends with Jesus' blessing for those who recognize him among the least of these. During the 50 days of Easter, the church practices resurrection. We live into God's promise of new creation and beloved community. We celebrate Christ's invitation to abundant and everlasting life. We look for the risen Lord in the faces of everyone we meet, particularly among people who are hungry and thirsty, strangers or naked, sick or in prison. The brief reflections in this eight-week series are all organized around questions. In the six weeks between the resurrection of the Lord and the day of Pentecost, there are pairs of questions related to congregational vitality, systemic poverty, and structural racism, provided to inspire deeper reflection and action around Matthew 25 themes in the context of the Easter season. A reading from Matthew, chapter 16, verses 1 through 12, Disputes with the Scribes and Pharisees. The Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test Jesus... They asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation ask for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Watch out and beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They said to one another, It is because we have brought no bread. And becoming aware of it, Jesus said, You of little faith, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves for the five thousand? And how many baskets you gathered? 
or the seven loaves for the four thousand and how many baskets you gathered? How could you fail to perceive that I was not talking about bread? Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he had not told them to beware of the yeast of bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. A reading from Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. On the road to Emmaus, two disciples meet the risen Lord. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. What are the marks of a vital congregation? Luke 24 teaches us that vitality involves recognizing the presence and action of Christ among strangers. Matthew 16 invites us to consider the sign of Jonah, a call to repentance, death, and resurrection.
Almighty God, through your only Son you overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life. Grant that we who celebrate our Lord's resurrection may, through the renewing power of your Spirit, arise from the death of sin to the life of righteousness. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Thank you for listening to A Year with Matthew 25, a podcast from the Office of Theology and Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA. Please like, share, and subscribe. Scripture passages are drawn primarily from the Revised Common Lectionary and are adapted from the New Revised Standard Version Updated Edition. Today's readers are Jane Rose and Tom Trinidad. Hymns are from Glory to God, the Presbyterian Hymnal, and are in the public domain. Musical recordings are by Westminster Presbyterian Church, Greenville, South Carolina, and Philip Morgan. Prayers come from the 2018 Book of Common Worship. You can visit pcusa.org slash Matthew 25 to learn more about the Matthew 25 vision of the Presbyterian Church USA.